Now, the rest of the story. He got his start booking orchestras and musical attractions for the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893. That is how show business got in his blood. In 1907, he began experimenting with the review, a type of musical production, unfamiliar to American audiences, and for the next quarter century, he made it his own. His name was Florence Ziegfeld. Of course you have heard of him. The very finest talent went into the production of the Ziegfeld Follies. Members of the chorus line, recognized as the most beautiful women on the American stage, took special pride in their identity as Ziegfeld girls. After all, they introduced Shine on Harvest Moon. They introduced by the light of the silvery moon. A pretty girl is like a melody. And my blue heaven. Composers of the Ziegfeld scores included Rudolf Frimmel and Victor Herbert and Jerome Kern and Irving Berlin and performers associated with the Follies included Fanny Bryce and Will Rogers, Eddie Cantor and W.C. Fields. And yet, you know, there was one man upon whom the great Ziegfeld depended more than any other, the Follies director, Julian Mitchell. The others they called a talented, but Julian they called a genius. And such praise is not casually bestowed. He was a small, dapper man. His career began with Weber and Fields on the other side of the footlights. But after giving up acting, he directed Victor Herbert's opera, The Idol's Eye. Audiences and critics swooned over his masterful staging. Next came Julian's Babes in Toyland, hailed as, quote, a masterpiece of vivid ensemble dancing and staging. Then it was about that time that the brilliant Julian Mitchell attracted Flo Ziegfeld's attention, and they met, and their relationship would continue for the rest of Julian's life. Ziegfeld's role, especially in the early follies, was more that of a promoter. Artistically, he gave director Mitchell a free hand. So the Follies became famous for special effects. Magical was a term often used to describe his staging. Julian died the way he would have wanted, working. It was a stroke during a rehearsal that finished him. His death was a devastating blow to flow. Show business survivors consoled themselves that at least their world had benefited from Julian's genius as long as it had. But you know, Julian Mitchell would not have abandoned acting in the first place, and so would not have become a musical director, except something happened to him, a condition that suddenly befell him, and how he got around that condition was perhaps the real genius of Julian Mitchell. You see, he conducted all of his rehearsals. He conducted all of his rehearsals with the side of his head pressed against the rehearsal piano so that he could feel the vibrations of the music, so that he could feel the tempo for his dance numbers. That is right, the brilliant director who staged Ziegfeld's elaborate musical follies never heard them. Never heard them. He was totally deaf. And now you know the rest of the story.